This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Warning. This podcast discusses difficult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Avrin, and this is Rom Crime. The word vigilante is complex. It can seem black and white. But today, we aim to take you into the gray. Welcome to this episode of Rom Crime Vigilante Movie Sode. Movie Sode. Kind of like the birthplace of Rom Crime Vigilante, right? That's right. The idea, well, it didn't come to me. It came to my husband, but it was after we watched a movie. Yes, thank you, James. We love you. But we watched this movie called Vigilante together. I mentioned this, I think, in episode one. Mm -hmm. And it's such a fascinating story, one. And then two, just the idea of it, you know, is so, well, it's. It's complex, if it's you complex. will, but, well, but so fun in the movies. Like, I think yes. that's one of the things, too, is that so many people, I think, are only exposed to the idea of vigilante in cinema. Yes. Or maybe television. Yeah. Like, wasn't there that show Alias? Or I don't know. Oh, yeah. Where, like, someone's husband's or fiance is killed, and then she's like, oh, get you. Well, and I will say, like, you know, I, I think growing up i always my I always felt i was always nervous that if something bad happened to me my dad was going to actually kill someone right and i know that sounds crazy but like now i'm like okay i don't think he actually he's a law-abiding citizen i don't think he would actually do it but like he made us feel like if someone ever wronged then us he would he do would, something yeah. well you know what i feel like most parents and that's yeah. why this well, is and I feel fun that too. we're doing this yeah it's like of course you're what you think Right now, not having experienced having to potentially take justice into your own hands, of yeah. course you would. Right. And like all- somebody hurt your child, like Forget to the it. degree that we're about to talk about from this movie, yeah. and then somehow got off, even yeah. though it was 100% positive that they were guilty. I don't know. Well, I, this movie, I think, has a lot of problems. I think so, too. But I also... Okay, so the movie, we'll just say, the movie mm-hmm. we're doing is from 1996. Mm-hmm. It's called... Eye for an Eye. Directed by John Schlesinger. Starring Sally Fields. And... Kiefer Sutherland. And... Um, Ed, what's his... Ed Harris. Yes. The handsome bald guy. You know what? He really is. He's a, He's got those blue eyes. That's Dude, a pretty blue it's eyes. It's like in his lips, something about yeah, it. Yeah, he's like always looked that age. 
Yeah. I think he might look way older now. I'm just thinking about Westworld. He West definitely World. looks older. Oh, yeah, Westworld. But he's still amazing. God. Still got the, yeah, he's still got the blue eyes. Like, but he's always been guy, the bald guy. I'd want to look like him. And yeah. I'd be cool being bald. Yeah, totally. He Because I could it. get down, I mm-hmm. bet. Um, it also stars Joe Montana <laughs> as the rocks? grizzled detective. I like him. Who is from one of my favorite guilty pleasure TV shows what? called Criminal Minds. Oh, yes, of yeah, course. Which yeah. is so bad. It's over mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. But I loved it. Mm-hmm. I have seen every episode of it probably more than once. Not the most recent ones, yeah. but like the early ones. I don't know. I, I think that's where my interest in like profiling Absolutely. and all of that where I'm like, that would be a, such a fun job. I want to yeah. hang out with Mandy Patinkin and Joe Montana and solve <sighs> crimes. You know, I know I say this a lot, but I really feel like if that was a real job, you would be amazing. It is a real job. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I don't know that I'm qualified to get into the FBI. And you do have to be an FBI agent to be a profiler. Like you would be good. Let's talk to somebody. I mean, I think there's a lot of And I'm not even involved. saying that to be like nice oh, to you. I'm literally sweet. saying I know you would fucking right. be so good. I wonder at this. if they hire like freelance consultant profilers. Listen, you have a degree in in theater, but also you are as a as an actor, you're a study of human nature. That's right. And I'm obsessed with serial killers. There you go. I'm telling you, we're going to, I'm going to find, we're going to figure gonna, it out. We're going to do it. I did look into that whole PI thing that you and I were yes, like on a tear about. I'm still thinking about you it. You actually do have to have like a degree. Oh, really? It's, but it's only two years to get your degree. Okay. But like if you want to get hired, because I guess that's the easiest way to do it is don't just think you can start your own PI company. I see. I see. Like there are people with private investigator degrees and so that's what they're gonna where want. did they go like a community college or? i don't know probably or like or like maybe a specific type of like a criminology right, based like i guess there's probably there's kind. probably some things you need to know you know about yeah. law enforcement about what you can and can't that makes do sense. absolutely you know, if i guess you went into it willy-nilly you might accidentally break a lot of laws and get yourself in trouble but so. i will say if people don't know which you probably don't know unless you're one of Avron's close friends <laughs> but she kind of has like a photographic memory so I do. It's true. A Isn't that the craziest thing? Yeah, it doesn't thing. last forever, but it's one of those things where I'm if always I look impressed. at something, usually if you get me within 24 hours. Yeah, I've done multiple plays with her where you have to have <laughs> lots memorized, and she would always be the first one off book. And off book, <laughs> if you're not an actor, means memorized. Right. And I'd always be like, God damn it. Like, I'm the crazy, I'm like a kinesthetic learner, so I'd be like walking the street. I look like the right. crazy person in New York memorizing <laughs> my lines, and I didn't give a shit. I was just like, because it was the way I learned. I had right. to like move. But right. if I didn't do that, it you was really, really it. hard. And I also, I could never memorize um, by rote, you know, like if I mem- if I memorized it while I was doing blocking, it would always say the same. So that's oh, why I right. was like always afraid to like learn it. Anyways, really boring for people who don't right. care about that kind of stuff. But I'm fascinated by it. I'm also really jealous of a photo photographic memory. Um, okay, it comes in handy sometimes, and hopefully tonight, since for the first time oh, in the history yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> I was running around trying to take care of like my Instacart <laughs> delivery order and run out the door to do this. And so I, I made it here on time, but I did come without my notes. Right. So I took extensive notes yeah. when I watched the movie last night, but I didn't bring them with me. So hopefully, I'm oh. not worried that I won't be able to talk about the movie, but I just felt like I had some really good quippy... Some zingers Some in zingers there. in there, if you will. We can just start with the fact that our main character's name is Karen. Go, Vanya. That's right. Her name is Karen, played by Sally Field. Mm-hmm. She's a working woman in L.A. Mm-hmm. For a second, I thought it was New York because yeah. it, like they're in down. She works downtown L.A. and I guess yeah. she works for like a museum, a media company, a media, a yeah, museums. Because what I gathered museums, from right? the beginning is we open on a beautiful house, so we got a rich family. Yes, all like, right, huge, house. super rich. Um, 
Inside, there is a family preparing for a party. Then the working mom, Sally Fields, Karen, she goes off to work. She works, which is cool. She's like works in a media company. And I noticed that, you know, she's like, we have 57 monitors to whoever the hell she was talking to. And they go over to one and it's like live coverage of the OJ Simpson trial. That's right. So... I think that was on purpose. So that was 94, but I think maybe the oh. movie maybe took place. The idea is that it took place. Yeah. When I think all Americans really thought they knew everything about the justice system. Right. You know, including that's Karen. That's right. Um, and she, but she's in downtown LA, not New York. That's right. And her assistant is Beverly D'Angelo, by the way, mm-hmm. the mom from Christmas, Christmas vacation. vacation. Yeah. yeah. And she's great. She's really and good. And I feel like, they go to her house one time, and I swear to God, that was Mount Washington, where I used it to live been. when I first moved here. Yeah, it could have been. So so we talked about this being a vigilante story. It gets real grim. And Avrin definitely prepared me. She's like, it's going to be rough, Anya. It's going yeah. to be rough. I was like, this one has one of... Maybe because I watched this movie when it came out in 1996, yeah. which would have made me 14. Wow. So that like first scene that would have been very that upsetting. stayed with me and i remembered yeah. that it was horrifying and horrific yeah. and i know that that's not your jam so no definitely yeah. it's so okay so there's rape i'm just giving you that and like murder. little and murder but whenever my husband and i are watching something and it honestly can be like anything mm-hmm. but for some reason if it gets a little too like uh suspenseful or whatever i just turn to him and go no rape no rape please no rape and then this one you were like god Damn it, Aaron. Well, I knew I knew what was right. going to come down. I actually didn't know what was going to happen so fast. So, so before we get there, yeah. I just want to say the day that we arrive in this movie on is the youngest. So it's a family. It's Karen, played by Sally Fields, her husband, Mac, played by Ed Harris. Mm-hmm. And they have two daughters. Julie is the older daughter and Megan is the younger daughter. Yep. And it's Megan's birthday. And they are throwing her a catered affair for her sixth birthday party. Right. It's crazy. Including that Barbie cake that everybody yeah. wanted. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that cake? Yes, I do. I never got it, but I definitely, um, I think my cousin got it. I think I begged for it for it's three like years in a cake, row. Right? Yeah. So it's like a Barbie on top and then her ball gown is your cake. Yeah. I begged my parents, I think it was three birthdays in a row. I begged for it before I, I got it. Good for you. I actually got it and it was the highlight of my young life. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> not the highlight of my life now. Not trying to hurt anyone's like feelings specific. here. <laughs> but I think it was like pink just yeah. like that and all my friends' birthdays had them. Oh and so God. finally I was like, I must have this If cake. we can get a picture of that from your mom, that'd be great. I know, great. mom, if it didn't get ruined in the flooded basement, get that. Oh get a picture God. of that. Yes. But I mean, I felt like that in the moment of 1996 was really a way, aside from the fact that they're catering their six-year-old's yeah, birthday yeah. party. But that was how you knew, like, these are the people that have everything. Yeah, they have money. She works. He, the um, Ed Harris, who is actually the stepfather to the oldest child. Oh, but that's right. Yeah. Is the actual baby daddy to the youngest one. Mm-hmm. He's a contractor. Right. And she works in media. Yeah. And they live in the Palisades. And it's a beautiful house. It's a beautiful house. Okay. So, yeah. So, it's that day. Sally Fields is at work. Yep. And she's running late because she's a working woman. Yeah. And she's also in downtown LA, which has the worst traffic you've ever seen. Right. So she calls home. Julie, her daughter, answers the phone. She's and like, she what randomly are you has, doing there? She has like a cell phone. Yeah. Because so they're wealthy. It's 1996. They're wealthy. 1996. They, they have a, yep. She has a cell phone. She has a cell phone. She's in the car. And she calls home. 
And her daughter answers, and she's surprised because her daughter was supposed to be at soccer practice. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I skipped it because I wanted to help with the party stuff. So they're just chit-chatting away. And she's like, I'm so sorry, honey. I'm going to be late. She's got balloons in the car. Yeah. And there's a ding-dong. But they're getting deliveries all day long for this catered party. Right. We learn earlier at work when she's talking to Beverly D'Angelo that they're having ice sculptures. I mean, Jesus, Mary It's Joseph. a really over-the-top yeah. party. Anyway, ding-dong. So she's on the phone with her mom. Doorbell rings. All you basically in the moment when she opens the door is you cut to Sally Field and you hear like a... Like strangling, basically. Yeah. some her, Somebody strangling the young daughter. Yeah, so they cut back and forth between Sally Fields on the phone, frantic, hearing... Stuck in... Like stuck in traffic, traffic, promising her daughter that she won't get off the phone. So she runs, she hops out of her car. She's desperately, like every car, banging on the windows. I need your cell phone. Call the police. Call the police because she doesn't want to hang up her phone. Right. Because her daughter's on it. But we go back and forth between the horrific attack on Julie yeah. and Sally Field's reaction to hearing yeah. the horrific attack. She's raped. Yes. They, I- show, they show it kind of. Like they it's sh- really more like yeah. the horrible sounds yeah. that Sally Fields is listening to, but you, they do show, you don't I think, see, enough to they, be very yeah. upsetting. Yeah, and then they, but they don't show the guy's face, obviously, and they sh- you see like the bottom half, well, not his penis, but you know. Yeah, but you, you get it's, the picture. And then... Then she gets home. Well, no, and then oh. you hear like a scrunch. Oh, yeah. And, and then the, like an ice sculpture smashes, yeah. you hear her screaming, they show him like unzipping his pants. It's really, It's yeah. very upsetting. That's why this is listener discretion advised podcast. Yeah. Um, so and Sally Fields is freaking out. The balloons get out of her car. <laughs> yeah, it's and they're like flying in the air over downtown mm-hmm. Los Angeles, and no one. It's so obvious that the panic this woman is in is like legit. No one will help her. Everyone's like no. rolling their windows yeah. up, like crazy lady. And finally, some older woman is like, "Yes, I will call for you." Yeah, but yeah, she gets home and her daughter was murdered. Yeah, raped and murdered, mm-hmm. and. It is, it's really like, honestly, I knew, I knew kind of what was going to happen, but this director is really interesting to me because every, I feel like if this would have been filmed now, it would have been a much grimmer, Mm -hmm. grittier moment, but it is, it's it's, still pretty. It's, it's really pretty. It's definitely gross and awful, but it's all like bright. And maybe that's part of a thing is this beautiful world. It's the middle of the day. The middle of the day. Yeah. That's like who yeah. thinks that they're going to answer the door to a delivery guy yeah. at like 4.30 in the afternoon when you mm-hmm. have delivery people coming because yeah. there's a party that's supposed to happen that night. Yeah. And that's going to happen. I know. I mean, made- the balls on the – not, sorry. The brazenness of that yeah. kind of a crime too was kind of astonishing yes. if you really like let yourself think about and it. And this is actually based on a novel written by Erica Holzer, which I ne- I would love to like read or whatever. But I'm, I'm a little f- fascinated because the director – um. What's his name? Schlesinger. Yeah, he also did Midnight Cowboy and Marathon Man. And so at this point, he was pretty old. I think his last thing he did was, you know, he had a couple more things, but like right. was older. This was towards the end. Towards the end. I just like, I'm like thinking before I knew it was a, a novel, based on a novel, I'm, I'm, or even if it was, who knows. But I feel like someone was like, what's the worst thing that could happen Yeah, and then let's pose this question about vigilante mm-hmm. exactly. justice. And that is... That is where the problems lie with this movie, as well yeah. as why it was the movie that like put the concept of what vigilantism was in my brain as a young, let's yeah. see, 96, I would have been four, 14, mm-hmm. about 14, mm-hmm. 13, 14 when it came out. And um, okay, so the worst thing has ever happened. Yeah. The police are there. The The detective we mentioned, Joe Montagna, is, you know, 
telling them that they feel like they've got some good evidence and that they're going to find this guy. They're going to talk to every single person who was dispatched to deliver something for this party. They're going to get their blood. They've got DNA evidence. They've got all of this stuff. And so he's like, it's, we're going to get this guy. And she's like, okay. So then obviously, you know, we go through like the tragedy, the mourning, the like having to go tell the younger sister what happened. Right. And then we go to the funeral, which is actually one of my favorite scenes. So this is so Sally Field, you know, Mm -hmm. like she's, She's an old older actress, so you may not have seen her work. Like I think she was born in 1943, so she's not like, but she's older, you yeah. know. Um, I always loved her from Steel Magnolias. Yes, and she reminds me. She has some moments. I feel like that were very Steel Magnolias because yeah. in Steel Magnolias, spoiler alert, she also loses a child. Yes, that's true. Um, not God, to murder, such a good movie, but to play to her diabetes. Yeah. Um, and she has that great moment. So they're at a funeral, right? And she seems like she's holding it together. Right. Okay. Like she's talking to people. Yeah, it's the memorial she's, and it's in their home. Right. Where it happened. And there is an aunt that's there that yeah. one of the kids in the other room. So the younger sister and her friends are like playing with like toy cars and trucks and an older lady slips and falls like fully like yeah. legs up in the air, lands on her back. Like, oh, Someone's yeah. like, Oh, aunt Joe or whatever. And then, the aunt's like, it's Flo. And so there's one joke. Right. Aunt Flo. And they're trying to like help her up and get her to a seat. And the kids are laughing hysterically because this lady just like fully did like very yeah, large. They like sort of did yeah. it, you know. And then Sally Fields has this great moment where she starts to kind of break. And at first you're like, oh, God, she's going to start yeah. crying hysterically. No, she is laughing. Right. So hard that she has to excuse herself. She like books it. Yeah, the- and goes into the bathroom where she just cackles. <laughs> and that happens a lot, right? Yeah. Because when we we talk a lot, when we were actors, there's our acting teacher would always talk about how laughter and crying is so close to each other and yeah. how people laugh in, at, at funerals a lot. Yeah. It's like... Because it's a... It's an, it's an expression of like an overwhelming an emotion, yes. you know? And God. so it makes sense. And... It's just one of my favorite moments. It is a great moment in the film. And I was was also thinking of Sally Field, or I was actually thinking of myself if I had to play this part. I don't know. I would need... I would need another person like a director or, or a coach to help me through it because I would only be able to go to the darkest place of like right. losing the child and like right. knowing and that like, it was just such violence and that I couldn't help them. And I having mean, heard it. She does a really good job of not going... Of like seeming, at first at least, yeah. like she's she's going to be okay. Like she's going to... She's grieving, but yeah. she's going to come out on the other side of it. So they show like all the typical obvious things that would happen to you. She becomes mm-hmm. convinced that like... Every man that like walks past her youngest daughter yeah. is going to, to hurt her daughter or is the man that killed right. Julie, her oldest daughter. Um, she and her husband are talking to the cops all the time. Yeah. And he's like, you don't want to know the details. And she's like, nothing's worse than what you tell me. So then he tells her the details of the crime, which I feel like we laid out for you already in yeah. what we saw in the beginning. But then he gives her a card for a support group for families who have lost loved ones to violence. And so she begrudgingly goes with Mac, her husband, to is the support that when, group. Is, does Joe Montagna, detective, I don't know his name in the I know, movie. it's just detective. Let's call him detective. He, that's when he, when she's like, yeah, you can tell me nothing's worse than whatever. And she's like, he, he was like, well, we were able to get a sample of blood and semen. Right, and we have his DNA from under her fingernails. Yeah, like, so just awful si- side note, but important because... Yes. Important. So yeah, she goes to this like support group, which is... 
I don't want to call it hilarious, but, but it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's like in a big church theater type place. Right. And there's like, they run the gamut, right? You've got like the angry guy who's like, no, tell me this guy gets up. I'm like, why shouldn't I just fucking shoot him in the face? I he doesn't know. actually say that because it's, you know, it is rated R, but it's not for language. Um, <laughs> and then there's another like two women that are just like blubbering messes. Like, how can you talk about violence in this support group where we're all yeah. trying to recover from violence, you know, like violent stuff. And so you can tell right away, guys, that this group is pretty much split 50-50 on the whole vigilante thing. Right. But you are learning in this moment where a lot of people, the murderers of their kids, like, got yeah. away, got off. Got off or there only served of shorter or, yeah. sentences, something, or, or yeah, or, or never caught. to manslaughter. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of getting that hint right there. Right. Like people are, some people, like the guy, I don't think we get his name, but the guy who's talking when they enter the support group is fully like saying, I want to do something. Yeah. But he's like, but I'm, a, but I'm a Christian. But I'm a Christian. So I won't. I won't do it. So then Sally feels like. Because I want to like, see my this, sister later. Yeah. yeah. This is depressing. Yeah. Let me excuse myself to the bathroom. And she's like walking through this <laughs> yeah. huge church and she's looking for the bathroom and she hears these like murmured voices and she kind of, yeah. you know investigates as you would she walks in there is one of the couples from the support group and then another gentleman from the support group and they're clearly talking something nefarious because then she walks in and they're like Whoop. yeah she's like oh i'm sorry I'm, I'm looking for the bathroom but they're like peace and carrots peace and carrots can we get a gun you yeah. know like stuff like that yeah and um <laughs> so then she goes to the bathroom but clearly sally fields just walked in on maybe a couple talking with another member of the support group about doing something themselves yeah. about the guy that murdered their son. So that seed is planted. Mm-hmm. Then she also meets Angel in this meeting, right? That's the friend. Yeah. yeah. So Angel is another woman in the group who's like, it gets better. They they talk, they bond. She's like, my son died. His name is Sean. Here's his photo. We'll get back to that. Mm. Um and so she's like got kind of a friend and it feels like maybe this group might work for her. Like she's, yeah. she doesn't seem closed off to it. You know, so right. many movies where someone's got to go get help in a group for right. something like this. It's like, they don't want to go or they reject it. Yeah, She's like, once she goes, she's like, okay, I'll go. Yeah. Cause you know, it's different than when they show support groups in different, in other movies, in other movies, you're right. It's really like in your face, but mm-hmm. this was like a cacophony of, characters yeah. and so it's kind of like you Sport- could just sit back and watch and not right have to yeah in fact i don't think they ever share in the yeah support it was group never quite exactly you're right yeah. it was never like a quiet set of chairs in a circle staring right. at each other it was like some you know it was just like loud and, and kind of like the greatest therapy session ever yeah, i think it's like just scream about your feelings yeah. and if you want to murder that person meet sid in the closet exactly. you know like- <laughs> exactly it was it felt like theater and yeah. that's where i was like this um director you know are you a theater? He might have been a theater director. I know he he knew people from the National Theater. You know, well, whatever. look out. Mm-hmm. So where do we go after that since Avern doesn't have her notes? So no, she, it's okay. We, does she um, like have to go back to work now? Out of control therapy session. Lots of murderers getting out early. That's what I wrote. The pillow. Oh, the oh, pillow. Yeah. So, so this is this, I feel like this sad comes moments. in and out of this whole movie. Yeah. This, so the main focus is Karen and it's going to be her, you know, her tragedy followed by her obsession, followed by her result. Yeah, um, yeah. But we're going to keep cutting back and forth to her home life where she's got a six-year-old daughter and a husband who also lost Julie. Yeah. Um, six-year-olds are young. That's hard. I, and I think she looks like four-year-old, by I know, the way. She did look and younger. also the daughter who died was 17, but to me... Looked like 14. Yeah. Yeah. Really young. That's just because we're old. 
Is it? Well, I don't know. I mean, you're probably right, but she just looked like such a little Right, and I'm sure that was intentional. I'm sure, because it makes you want to kill yourself after you see that kind of horrible So yeah, she's eating the ice cream bar, and she's got her sister's pillow. Yeah, and you had, and in a scene before, you know, Sally Field's character is smelling the pillow because it's a pillow she laid her head on every night. Mm -hmm. Anyways, yeah, she dumps the ice cream on it, and the dad, Ed Harris, is like, it's okay, we'll wash it. And she's freaking at the little girl. Yeah, the little girl's panicked that mommy's going to be mad. And she was. And she was, but she was mad at the at the maid. She was oh, like, yeah. "I'm gonna kill her." Yeah. Um, and then Weird. Ed Harris is like, um, "It was Megan. She spilled ice cream, and she didn't want to upset you, so we washed it." Get yourself together, woman. Mm-hmm. You know? And then the detective calls mm-hmm. because they found a blood match. Yes. Yeah, so they tested all the delivery dudes, and one of them is the guy. And so she's like, Mac, they got him. They got him. And they're so excited. And they're watching the news. They mm-hmm. see him being like taken out of his yes, home or being whatever. being arrested. They see his face. Both of them are like, I've never seen that guy before. And neither of them have. Like, yeah. this is a stranger to them. They have no idea who this man is. And... So now they're getting ready for the pretrial hearing. But this is a slam dunk. They got DNA. And this is Kiefer Sutherland, uh, the oh, character. Yes. And this is when we meet Kiefer Sutherland, who plays Robert Dube. Robert for some Dube. reason, I kept wanting to call him Robert Dugan when my oh. notes, but it's Dube. I don't know what Robert Dugan's from. That must be another movie. It must be. Um, but Dube. We're going to call him Dube. The Dubes. Yeah. The Dubester. Um, Ugh, so it's the pretrial, right? Now, yes. pretty much after that. Yeah. And so they're going to go to this pretrial, which is just a motion that his, that Dube's defense lawyer has asked for one thing that's important to note is that i guess last minute the prosecutor that was handling the case got like transferred so they have a brand new prosecutor but everyone's like don't you worry we got this we got the dna evidence yeah um and there is it's like unequivocal right there is no denying like this man murdered your daughter and so now we're in court this is where I get confused. Also, I just want to mention he uh, character choice for uh, Kiefer is having long fingernails. Mm. And they're like, uh, the woman who's representing him was like, can you un- uncuff my my, my client. client here? And they do. And then he puts his hands out and he's like, yeah, and it's you know, yeah, it's very disgusting. disgusting. He's basically they've done an excellent job of making everything about him repulsive. Right. There's right no, down to his fingernails. Exactly. We were talking about how it's like so one note. He's just so evil, so yeah, disgusting. There's nothing redeeming, there's like, nothing nuanced. You know what I thought he looked like? Hmm. I thought he looked like the dog, the bounty hunter, but like a smaller version. Right. Like, like a, his hair a rapier like, version. Yeah, a rapier version of Dog the Bounty Hunter. And he has less long hair. Less long hair, but it's like poofy on the top. Yeah. Exactly. And then he has like a chain and he's just like a piece of shit. He's disgusting. Okay. So then they talk about the evidence is inexcusable because... Yeah. So I guess the prosecutor had promised 25% of the DNA evidence that they recovered from the crime scene for the defense to run their own independent tests on. This is what I gathered from watching it. They never received that. And it was like promised, right? And so I guess the amount of sample that they had, the prosecutor's office, and it's a new guy who had no idea about this agreement. Um, They had like used up the sample. And I guess that violates his rights because he was promised a certain percentage of it to run. So anyway, they have to throw the evidence out. This is where I hate his lawyer because I'm like, you're putting a murder rapist on the street. Like, Like, you know, he did it because his DNA tells you he did it. I mean, but anyway, I guess it violated his rights or whatever. And the yeah, the judge is like, I'm throwing this case out. Yeah, so they throw case the dismissed. case out. And so one thing we forgot to mention in the beginning when we meet Julie, she is like doing her French homework and she's talking to her mom and she has a stutter. 
Oh, yes. And so this is actually the scene from the movie that I think always is like what I thought of when I remembered this movie. Not that, oh, so he he gets freed. Like he has to walk out of court. And as he's walking past a very angry and confused Sally Fields and Ed Harris, he kind of like leans down towards Sally Fields and he goes, sorry. Like basically says like, fuck you. I I I killed her. Yeah. And then Ed Harris jumps him. Yeah. Good for Aaron Harris. Mm-hmm. Good. Thing. I'm glad you brought that back because I totally forgot about that. Because in her, when she's on the phone before she gets killed, yeah. you, um, hear, she, they, you they, hear the, the she has a little stutter. Yeah, she's like nothing adorable. major, but like a little bit of a stutter. But they yeah. make a point that you hear about it so that when Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland does that, sorry, you're just like, <gasps> yeah, you did it. Ice, ice through your veins. Oh my god, he's. Ugh. And she also knows. That's like another. Yeah. Like. He did it. It's undeniable. And that's one thing that we can say is throughout the whole course of this whole movie, it is undeniable that he raped and right. murdered her. Right. There's it is, no question. He did it. There is never any question about it. Right. And so the next day, she doesn't show up for work because she's too tired. And basically, and depressed. she's depressed. Yeah, I mean, like wouldn't he got be? off. Which I thought was kind of interesting because I was thinking about, I don't know, maybe we just think about these things more and today as, you know, society becomes more and more unfair and the legal system fails so many, but always seems to work out for a certain type of person. And I was like, you know what? A wealthy fucking couple from the Palisades, this shit would not happen to them. No, it would That was the part of the movie. I was like, most unbelievable. And there's a lot of unbelievable yeah, shit that yeah. happens. But I was like, the fact that they would just be like, oh, we're not touching it. Nothing right. we can They're, do. The we're not lawyer... even going to try again, like figure out how to get them in another right. way. Like, they would never be surprised that their lawyer, lawyer got transferred. Right. You know like, what I mean? Like, they would Yeah. They maybe. Would've... I don't know. Maybe it does happen, but it does seem like. I just felt like. Come on. It was kind of co- co- like comedic, like that this super powerful, yeah. like rich white couple. I'm like, I know. that wouldn't happen to you, um, which is not fair that that's the justice system, but right. that is the justice system. I mean, it sucks, but it is. So she is depressed. I, she's depressed, but I think so. it's really interesting. So the, her husband comes in, he's like, you got to go to work. You got to go to work. You got, you know, you're, you're, you, you got to keep showing up, you know, like right. keep moving on. There's keep, still keep Megan. Moving. There's still me. Yeah. You know? So I was like, let her be depressed. I was like, also back off, dude. Yeah. I felt like he was pretty chipper pretty quick, which I get it. Somebody yeah. has to like function normally for the other kid. Right. And I was like, maybe when the other kid's not there, you can cut yeah. your wife some slack. And I'm only going to say that for a little bit of the movie because right. then at some point I turn and I'm like, bitch, you got another daughter. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, <laughs> like, exactly. Snap out of it in these moments. <clears throat> no, I totally agree with you. Um, but so this is where she goes to the courthouse, right? She goes. Or what is that place she goes? She basically goes, like I think, to the detective, place? freaks out on him, oh, says, yeah. fuck you in this That's great right. scene because he's like, there's nothing we can do. And she's like, you're useless. And that, you know, awesome Sally Fields way. I and then know. basically he's like, you you know, you sound ridiculous. And she's like, well, let me just add one for you. And then she's like, fuck you and yeah. walks out. Don't you think like a young Sally Field would have played Michelle McNamara like amazingly? Yes. Cause she, cause it is, it's not the same thing at all, but it's the, it's the thing of being like becoming obsessed and just like never yeah, stopping if they, like, and actually searching. Made, like and... a movie movie. Yeah. That and I'm sure there's another actress who out there, I think they probably will make one one day, right. but I feel like a young Sally Field would have played Michelle McNamara from awesomely. what's it? I'll be gone in the dark. I'll be gone in the dark. Really well. Yeah. Okay. But, but you're right. She does. She goes basically to like the, the, yes, the right. records, like the clerk's office, and she wants the case file. Yeah. But they're like. It's $15. It's really kind of a, again, there's some great comedic yeah, the character, moments. The, the woman at the, the yeah. 
the clerk was like, uh, well, and she's like, wait, say it again. <laughs> Zero, one, two, five, yeah. or whatever it was. And she's like, that'll be $15. Yeah. And Sally Field is like, okay. And so she gives her the money and then she whites out the, His address. the address and the lady's and like, she's like, what are you doing, Sally Field? She's like, yeah. I can't, I have to like redact some she's of like, this. She's like, it's wide out. It isn't. It ain't concrete. <laughs> so she goes to the bathroom, which she, this is where I had a question. I'm like, why would she go to the bathroom to like scratch out the white out? I mean, you'd yeah, be like, in your car. Like, and also maybe it needs to dry first, bitch. Sorry, yeah. why am I keep saying the B word? <laughs> I love you, Karen. I'm so sorry for what you went through. But like, why does she, you wait for that to dry and it's then true. you take it's it true. home. It's true. You Questions, take it home you in know, the privacy of your magic. own bathroom. <laughs> you scrape that well, off. We were talking, my husband and I were talking about, it was probably because they had the location and so they're like, oh, yeah. we're going to take, yeah. Yeah, just finish, finish the scene. <laughs> By the way, my husband works in film, so we talk a lot about like production. Um, so yeah, so now she knows where she he lives and she goes to his his place where he lives. Right, she in lives downtown. Downtown LA. LA. Which is so funny because this is, they make it seem like rush hour in New York walking, people walking. Yeah, that's the pedestrian life, at least now granted, this is 96. Sure. I lived in downtown LA in 2019. But there's not a lot of homes but, down there, like to grant I mean, there's, that there many. are definitely people, but the yeah. traffic is the cars. Yeah. That's just the general rule of Los Angeles. Exactly. And so, yes, when they show her like walking down, like it's like 20 people deep. Like and packed. I mean, oh yeah! I was like, I'm stressed out watching this. Yeah. Um, but she finds him, yeah. and she just watches him. She's got a little L.A. Lakers ball cap on, yeah. and she's just kind of eyeing him, and she's keeping, she's following him. So he leaves his apartment. A woman asks him for a cigarette. He like turns like, yeah, I'm gonna do it, and then he, like ashes on her shoe. Just again, and she's like, fuck you, yeah. you mother piece of shit. Yeah. And then he walks over to a dumpster and like sits down, lights another cigarette. A cute little like German shepherd like dog walks up. He pours his hot coffee on the dog. The dog and then, cries. And then I immediately scream, kill him right now. I know. Like he hurt the dog for no reason. The I mean, dog wasn't even doing anything other than being like, you, you're here. Maybe help me. And he pours yeah. hot coffee on him. It's just they're showing there's no, he has no redeemable. He's unredeemable. Yeah, unredeemable. And Sally Fields is watching him yeah. intently. And then doesn't he go start like delivering stuff or just yeah, like, it's, it's time for him to go to work. Yeah. So she follows him on his route. Mm-hmm. He is a still a delivery guy, guys. Yeah, Somehow didn't, didn't lose that job after being um, arrested for rape and murder. Uh, and he's delivering groceries. And at the second place that he goes to, it's a really beautiful, like probably early 20 something woman that answers the door. Yeah. And Spanish speaker only. Yep, does not speak English. Speaks some Spanish. And so he gives her the groceries. They have like actually kind of a pleasant exchange. She's like, oh, wait, don't leave. And she gives him a tip. And then he co. Then he's like walking out and he keeps looking back. Sally Fields is watching all of yeah, this. Yeah, she's, by parked. The way. she's and parked watching. He is like looking back, looking back, looking around goes over like right around outside of her house and I thought he was jacking off. So did I. But I guess he was peeing. I guess. I think he was jacking off. I agree. But then it's like she sees him jacking off. Then he sees her seeing him yeah. peeing, you guys. He was peeing, but it didn't look like he was mm-hmm. peeing. No, um, he was but like, he like um, sees mm. her see him doing and, that. Yeah, and staking out the place mm-hmm. basically. And following him. Yeah. So he he sees her. He knows her obviously member sorry. Yeah. And so she goes straight back to the police and she's right. like, you got to get him. He's going to do it again. 
I watched him. He was delivering. I saw him. He went to this woman's house. My God, he even, like, he marked his territory like a dog. And that's right. when I was like, oh, he was peeing, agreed, not masturbating. I, I really he thought he was masturbating. And I'm sure, like, in the real world, he probably was masturbating. Right. I mean, and I it guess probably it was... would have been nighttime, like, the And then she should have just waited and gotten that sample. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like, oh I got more DNA. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, it was urine. Yeah. And then Joe Montana's, like, Detective Joe Montana was like, I... There is nothing I can yeah. do. I wish the hell was different. Yeah. And then I think maybe that's where she it? says, fuck you to him. Oh, yeah, maybe. But then, In my brain, it just happened so many times. I mean, I think she was, her her uh, subtext was definitely fuck yeah, you. Yeah, she was like, give him another piece of chocolate. It's, fuck you. Yeah, you know? he's like, please stay the hell away from Robert Dube. Yeah, the Dubes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but Sally Fields is, is not to be deterred. And then she goes to this woman. To who he was like watching. Oh yeah, watching. she tries to warn she her. She tries to warn her. But she doesn't speak English. And then it's really, I mean, that I feel like there's some flaws in that, but like whatever, it's flaws. fine. I know you're trying to build right, tension and stuff like that. You're just letting us know to remember movie. these people. This is not a real life. this yeah. will come back. So she comes, goes up to the place and she's like, you have to understand me. Mm-hmm. And she's yelling, talking louder in English, but the girl Right, can't. and the woman's like, I don't understand And then the husband come, comes home. Who does speak English. Exactly. And throws her out of the house without hearing her out when she's like, no, you're in danger. Yeah, I was like, nobody takes um, Karen seriously. I'm like, Sally Field Karen, calm down, speak seriously. And I mean, just, but you know what, this had to happen for the movie to work, for the movie to work. But I was very frustrated in this moment. Yes. So the police are useless. The dubster saw her, but she's like, I will fucking follow you. And then are we back at another? Well, the detective. Oh, that's right. He goes to the work, uh, the workplace of Robert Dube. And so he did inadvertently. Take he took Karen her seriously. Seri- yeah, yeah, he threatens him, but he says, "If I find out that you so much as like piss something else, yeah." So now he knows for sure the dubster that Karen was only following him, but she went to the cops about yeah. him. Ooh, this gets this is and where this I'm where like, just God gets damn. so disgusting. So then what happens? Well, this is when um, Angel, her friend from the group, invites her to go to a lunch, lunch but then takes her to Pilates, which yeah. I'm like, I actually. So I've done Pilates. It is the best workout in the world, but it is hard. Yeah. And she, but anyways, they had like a good they conversation. Bond. They yeah. bond. She's like, we should cute. go out to dinner sometime. Like, and she's like, thank you for this. And she, Angel's telling Karen, I just want you to know, like, it's not always going to feel horrible. Yeah. Like things like this will give you natural endorphins because you have to, you have to keep going because you have another kid. Right. And so Sally Field seems like kind of moved by that. Like she hears it, she takes it in and she's like, yeah, but then, (laughs) but then we cut to Megan's preschool or kindergarten class and they're at recess. It's like, honestly, Av, they are just showing us the things that are my worst, every parent's worst fear. It's like, this is a horror movie for me. This is a horror movie. I think for, a lot of people, people yeah, but yeah, yeah. Spe- spe- specifically targeted yeah. for mothers. Yeah, and fathers. I mean, like... Uh, all parents. But, like, so this dude somehow... Because of what she did, because right. she told the cops that he peed outside that pretty girl's house, he somehow finds out where Megan goes to school. It's recess. She's in, like, a little playhouse making fake pastries yeah. for people. And he <laughs> goes in and he introduces himself. Yeah, somehow he gets in through the gates. Yeah, gets into the school playground. It's like, yeah, recess. And he's like sitting in there. And she and wants, he's the like little girl wants to, to leave. And she's like, he's like, no, not no. yet. Make me one. Because he tries to take one of her mud pies or whatever. And she's like, that's for my mommy. And he's like, but I want it. And she's like, well, you tough or something. Yeah. And he's like, tough titty, said the kitty, but the milk's still good. Remember that line, people. 
Yeah, and he also touched her in her little booby areas, like yeah. a six-year-old booby. He's, he's clearly he's just he's, a bad. He's being predatory on a six-year-old, yeah. and literally no teacher. There's that one kid though yeah. that's like, I feel like there's a grown-up. In there. Yeah, he and tries he's to try tell to tell the teacher, teacher where she's like, just wait a second. Yeah. So the kid just goes, and then you're convinced. So frustrating. That I'm like, kid, she's gonna die. She's getting taken yeah. right now. She's getting raped and killed. And then we see Sally Field by the bus. All the kids running out of the school, waiting and waiting. And we're like, oh, God, he's got her. No, she comes running out of school. Exactly. Mom's in a good headspace. She had a good Pilates power lunch. She's made a new friend. She's feeling okay. Like, even though the world fucking sucks in terms of, like, the justice for her daughter. And they're walking to the car. And then she spots the Doobster's Jeep. Yeah. And then the Doob comes literally, like, walking right up to her and Megan. Yeah, and he says, stay out of my neighborhood. And I'll stay out of yours. I don't like kitty pussy, but I'll make an exception. Ew. I mean, what the hell? He basically says, "I'm gonna rape leave me alone, him. or I will rape and murder your other daughter." Which, to that, I would um, personally immediately go to the cops. Go to the yeah, but like he threatened my six year old with yeah. rape and yeah. murder. Yeah, that's and something. didn't he kind of like admit to murdering? Oh no, yes. that's later. Well, when with the stutter thing, I mean, that's I mean, a, that was admission. That, that is of, admission. But he he threatens Megan. Yeah, and that I'm pretty sure if I had my notes right now, yeah. what I wrote there was like, oh, it's on. I mean, yeah. Now she's like, I'm not losing a second child to this piece of yeah. Poo-poo. This monster is not going to take my Megan. No, but I would also ugh, it just makes me. I would tell my husband. I would tell, I would tell everybody. everybody. I would put pictures up every around. Yeah. I would because that would be my vigilant. My vigilanteism right. would be like. I'm and then I w- and I would probably everywhere. get guns and just sit in my house with guns and I wouldn't let anyone leave and I'd be like we're gonna do this for five years yeah and then I'm slowly gonna poison him or something anyways yeah. okay. I'm gonna get him yeah but that's not goes, what she does but then she so. goes back to support group yeah and everyone's like did you hear the amazing miraculous news right. <laughs> about the Getzes or whatever the family and they're yeah. and Sally Fields is like no what and she's like the man that murdered their their boy got shot last night. And she's like, that's that couple that was talking to that guy in the yeah. closet. Up she the- put two and two together. Yep. So then she's like, excuse me, sir, we need to speak. Right. She wants revenge now. And mm-hmm. she goes, they're like, go to Michael's garage. Yeah. On Fifth and Temple. Very close to where I used to live. Really? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she goes and they're like, here's the deal with this. Right. We'll get you self-defense classes. We'll teach you how to shoot a gun. We'll help you plan the hit. But you have to pull the trigger. And she's yeah. like. Okay. And they're like, no, seriously, let's think about it. Like, we know you want him dead, but you have to do it. Like, yeah. we're not going to do it for you. And she's like, no, I got this. Right. And they're like, all right. And she starts training. This is like a fun, I love, I love a I good love montage. Ma- I do. I really mm-hmm. do. I do. Training. She's doing like judo. She's doing, she's at the gun range, gun range shooting, lots of self-defense. Yeah. She's feeling like she can protect herself. Oh, but the guys aren't so sure that she's going to be able to go through. Yeah, that. and this is when they have the when Ed Harris has the moment Mac, mm-hmm. where she's like acting crazy and right, and he's like, "You need to stop." I love her too. I love oh, yeah. her too. Oh, that's you know? what happens. she was my like, daughter. He's like, "You need to like Megan needs you or whatever," and she's yeah. like, "It's different for you. She wasn't your daughter because remember he's the stepdad to yeah. Megan." But meanest clearly, thing you could say, no, really and he like he lays into her. Yeah, he does. And then she's like, "I'm sorry, I'm an asshole." Yeah, her facial expression says that. So she's a good actor. I'll be mm-hmm. honest. She's that's what she. And then, she, then after I think one of her maybe a therapy session or something, but she's walking alone. Yeah, oh, yeah. She goes back to the. They're saying she's saying goodbye to everybody at the group. Most people go one way. She mm-hmm. goes to the and other. She's way. She's walking 
down a dark street to a yeah. parking garage and suddenly there are Somebody's footsteps. walking too close to her, to be and, honest with and you. And fast and right behind her. That's Guys, don't do that to any woman. Yeah. Like even cross if, the even street, if you're honestly, even if it's inconvenient for you. Yeah. And if you are, which you are hopefully very innocent, but like if I hear people too, I will stop and look and let I people pass me. I stop and turn because yeah. that's how you startle people that are following yeah. you if you stop and turn around and face them. That's what I used to do in New York. If I ever felt yeah. like someone was creeping on me, I would just dead stop and then pivot around. Yeah. And I would scare the crap out of people who would be like, <laughs> and just keep, they probably weren't following but me. Peop- but don't follow women too close because yeah. we think you're going to try and kill us. Okay? Yes, but Sally Fields, Karen, well, she's fucking, uh, she is all about that self-defense now. So yeah, she's she ready. basically like, she kicks, she kicks the <laughs> shit out of this guy. And he's like, I'm parked right here. So this, unfortunately for this gentleman, his car was literally parked like right next to hers. I know she, he was pissed, but she like, I mean, you know, she literally like broke his and, nose, like, I place. think. Yeah. But you guys, she doesn't feel bad. No, she, she feels is turned on. Powdered, powered. Yeah. She's then, like turned on by her badass self. And, and then she, she goes, goes home. home. Oh my God. To kind of semi rape. She has really aggressive sex with her husband and he's uncomfortable. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like he, and then she she's tries like, to pin oh, his arm. she's like, I am stronger than all men. And yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. He's literally like, I don't know what's happening. To right. Me. It would be weird if that never happened. Right. If you happened. never have that kind of stuff. But you know, if you want to have that, great. But go also, for she's it. feeling herself. Like, oh, that yeah. is clearly a reaction to the fact that she just beat up a man. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I'm turned on by my own self. Good for her. Yeah. I love, that's the best way to be turned on, honestly. Yeah. And little Megan, oh, God. This is the other thing. The next day, we, we find out that little Megan thought that. Julie's death was her fault because it was, it was on, on her, her birthday. birthday. So Another... she thinks that's why her mom isn't doesn't like her anymore, which isn't true. But like no. her mom's clearly distant, very, very volatile yeah. at the house. And so she's like, I'm so sorry. I know you're mad at me because Julie died on my birthday. Also, talk about kick to the gut for the rest of your life. Yeah. Your birthday will also be the murder anniversary of your sister. Dude, that sucks. And like that... I know people who whose loved ones have just passed naturally on their birthday and, and it's, it's like not good. It's either. never it's the hard. same again. And so horrible, like horrific murder. Yeah. Oh my God. So this poor little six-year-old, you guys, she's been going through yeah, it. Yeah, this writer really gave it to the family. Damn. Yeah, they just, they were like, what's the worst possible thing that could happen to a family? But then, the, then little Megan says, will you sleep with me, mama? Mm-hmm. And, and, and she does. She goes, will you let me? Yeah. Oh, so sweet. And then she does. And it's like she finally seems to remember that she needs to at least pretend to be there for her mm-hmm. other daughter. I'm pretty but, sure I wrote down in my notes there. I was like, you have another daughter. <laughs> I personally, though, this is an inside joke with Adam and my husband mm-hmm. and I, is I w- if she would have been like, will you sleep with me, mama? I would have been like, let me get your dad. Because <laughs> I cannot sleep with my kids. Like, I'm awake the, whole the time. entire time. And right. I need my sleep. I mean, I would lay with them for a little while, but then but, like, I'd gonna, have to like tap out. Get up. I can't do it. This is, I'm tired all week because the little little tiniest one of my in mm-hmm. my family just keeps coming in at like 3 a.m. And he wears he wears me like no, I wear him like a back. He pretends he's a backpack on me. It's like and he can sleep like that. I yeah, or he's awake and he's like, I want to fuck with my mom. <laughs> I don't know. Like he's all. I love him so much. But anyways, sorry, I digress. But we're back to Mike's garage. She comes in. Mm-hmm. And they they give her a hug, but then he st- starts to like feel her up. Oh yeah, for the wire. He's looking for a wire. Yeah, because they're like, I'm like all in guys. Yeah, they're worried that she's wearing a wire. Right, because well, because you know, hey, they're, yes, it's bad because they're doing illegal things. But she's not wearing a wire, so they're like, okay, we'll get you the gun and we'll plan the hit. So, so does she at this point? Oh no, she doesn't have it yet. But they're gonna get it for yeah, her. Yeah. So that's so now I'm pretty sure. 
she goes to a meeting. Well, she goes to Angel's house. Oh, well, but doesn't she first go to a meeting Maybe. and Angel's like, I know what you're doing. Oh, it's not worth it. Yeah. And she's like, what? And she's like, don't do it. It won't bring her back. And then Sally Fields is like, what? Oh, my God. Someone's on to me. So she goes to Angel's house and knocks on the door. The door opens. And who should answer it, Vanya? Um, Angel's son. Sean. The little boy that she showed all of us yeah. as the viewers of the movie a picture yeah. of and said he was murdered. Which, by the way, it's the same little cutie patootie actor from, um, oh, God. Well, Lots of stuff. I no, but the, of... the little boys, the little, like, from the 50s that, like. Oh, the alfalfa. Yeah. Um, he's the one that's, like, uh, he had the cute little accent. Anyways, he he's the same actor. I'm, like, that kid's, like, the cutest little kid. Yes, so cute. But anyway, she li- <laughs> she lied, y'all, about I her mean, dead son. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, or her not dead son. And so... But why did she lie? Well, because she's FBI. She's FBI! She is undercover running, like, a, an undercover investigation of the support group because, yo, they are vigilantes up yeah. in there. The FBI. She's not even a cop. She's the FBI. But all I kept thinking was, <laughs> you could use a picture of a fake kid. Yeah. Use a different name than your own child's. Like, maybe I guess if you're undercover, you have to keep it as real as possible so you don't blow it. But I'm like, yes. why would you show a photo of your child? I don't know. Who is alive and say that he was murdered? I just feel like you're just asking for something bad to happen if you do that. I like, agree. you're just putting it into the universe. Oh, I So, think anyway, you're right. yeah. that is when Angel says, You can't, you know, and she's like, I can't let this go. Not Angel, sorry. Karen's like, I can't let this go. And Angel's like, Well, you have to. Let me break it down for you. It is against the law, no matter what they've done to you, it is against the law for you to kill another person unless it's in self-defense. Right. And all of a sudden, every movie watcher is like, God, it's It's like we saw, the, we saw the little light above her head go off. The neon sign goes off. But all I, all I was thinking in this moment was like, but what about all the other people that this guy is going to rape and murder? Right. And also, like, we already know another family totally murdered their son's murderer. Like, why isn't she messing with them yeah exactly so anyway sally fields then calls um i'm calling him sid i don't actually remember if that's his name but the guy who kind of orchestrates all this and she's like i'm out he looks like a sid yeah i'm out like the fbi she doesn't say that but she knows that the fbi she's already got the gun by this point though yeah but she's she's procured the gun already but she knows now that angel's fbi and she's like okay so i'm gonna go to prison obviously if i do this and we know that their the michael's garage phone is wiretapped yeah they do everything in like yeah. fixing your car fees. So she backs out of the hit. Right. Which is fine. But this is where the awfulness happens. The extreme disgusting. I actually went to the bathroom and I was like, told my husband, I'm like, just keep playing it. I'll be okay. I know what's going to happen. I wrote it down. Right. And I just wrote, he, he rapes and kills another. Yeah. So remember that nice young woman that Karen tried to warn. Such a beautiful actress. Who did not understand what she was saying. And then her useless husband wouldn't hear her out even though he did understand what she was saying so Kiefer Sutherland's delivering groceries again Mm -hmm. and he delivers to that same young woman and this time kind of lets himself inside and then violently rapes and murders her and they show it not to the same degree or length but they show it I didn't see it and I knew it was gonna happen I was like mm -hmm. I don't need that and then you see the same detective detective Joe Montagna 
at that crime scene, taking pictures. Sally Fields somehow hears about it. Yeah. I'm assuming it must have been on the news. Probably. So she's like in that office and she's like, I told you this was going to happen. And he's like, there's nothing we can do. And she's like, what about fingerprints? And his fingerprints are everywhere. But he was in their home delivering groceries. And um, and now he's wearing a condom. And she's like, that's because he's smarter than you guys. He caught him last time because he didn't. Now he knows to wear a condom. Yeah. So again, the detective's throwing his hands up in the air, being like, we know who raped and killed the second person. Nothing we can do. And Sally feels right. like, God fucking damn it. And that's like, that right there is the impetus for all the other real, the true uh, Vigil- crime, vigilante yeah. crimes we talked about before, yeah. is when no one will help you, you take you, man. you have to you take, have take matters into your, your own hand. hands. So Mac finds out that Sally Field has been shooting at a gun range because mm. he called Beverly D'Angelo who said, oh, I thought she was having lunch with you. No, because yeah. she's at the gun range at lunch every day, guys. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm just learning how to defend myself. And he's like, did you buy a gun? And she says, no, Mac, of course not. And then he's like, listen, shit's getting bad between us. Our family is falling apart. I think we should go on a vacation. And she's <laughs> like, that sounds great. Let's definitely go on a vacation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then she goes to work and She's like, we're going to go on vacation. And there's this big presentation coming up at work. So everyone's like buzzing around. Um, She leaves work, but then she comes back and she's like, I forgot something after she finds out about the rape and murder of the second woman. So it's like the work scene, sorry. Then she finds out cops say there's a thing she can do. She goes back, tells the security guy at her office she forgot something. And she steals important like documents and paperwork required for this giant Work presentation. Which that's supposed Beth to D'Angelo happen. was supposed to be doing since she was going to be on vacation. Because she was going to be on vacation. Yeah. So she steals it, goes home, continues to act like she's going to go on vacation with her family, gets a frantic phone call from Beverly D'Angelo that's like, oh, 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 oh. we can't hear it. But she's like, yeah. no, I saw them before I left today. They were in the office. Just relax. No, calm down. Jeez, Mac. Everything's falling apart. I'm, I'm not going to be able to leave with you guys on vacation tomorrow. And he's like, this is fishy. Yeah. And she's like, no, it's fine. I'll just join you the next day. He's like, no, we'll just stay. And she's like, no, go. We've been planning this for like a whole 15 minutes of the movie. Like, go. <laughs> and so he's like, okay. And she's like, who knows? Maybe I'll even make it there tomorrow night. He's like, okay, we'll go. So she waits for them to get on the road. She's like, I'll see you guys soon. Then she goes back to downtown LA. And she is wearing her little Lakers spy cap that she wears every time she follows the dupester. She <laughs> walks into his apartment complex, somehow knows he's not home. Don't know how she knew that. We know it because we see him walking down the sidewalk yeah. in a few minutes. But she tells the guy who's like, I don't know, security at this very terrifying apartment complex in downtown yeah. Los Angeles that she's like, oh, my, I work for like the city power or something or other. My boss wanted me to come tell you that the, we're going to lose power, but it should only be for like 10 minutes or something. And he's like, what? <laughs> and just gets up and like runs outside to see what's going on. She knows his address, guys. So she knows which set of keys this is because this is like a motel not like type situation yeah. where you live. Steals the key to his apartment, goes in and just trashes the apartment. And finds all kinds of nasty shit. Yeah. Like, all kinds of nasty shit. But she trashes his apartment. Then she finds the last straw when she's like, I mean, she's just messing it up. She's like, just knocking things over. Yeah. She's just basically letting him know that somebody ransacked his apartment. She finds one of those mud pies that her daughter made yeah, on that day in the it. playground. He took it home with him. So she's like stressed out and she 
like takes her hat off and like runs her fingers through her hair and then she sets her hat down on her TV and then we see the dupester smoking a cigarette but like walking towards his building and we're like, oh no, oh no. Mm. And he puts the cigarette out and he goes upstairs. When he gets up to his door, it's open. He goes inside. You guys, Sally Fields got away. Okay, she's not in there. Thank God. But they don't I swear I was dying. I was like, what? No. I was like, what is she going to do? So he sees his trash department. He's looking around. He's pissed. He's like kicking stuff. And then yeah. he sees that telltale Laker hat sitting on his television. And he knows and He's who like, it is. that bitch. God, maybe that's why I was using the yeah. B word. I hate myself a little bit. No, that's um, fine. So it's on, y'all. And then on, I'm pretty sure I remember my notes say this. <laughs> I stopped taking notes because I was like, oh, God, we're, we're, right, we're plummeting in down the we're hill. We're in it. Okay. So I was like, Sally Fields gets home. She uh, turns on some classical music and yeah. is patting around her home. She locks the door. Uh, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland, sorry, the dupester is on a bus wearing a pair of black gloves, even though it's Los Angeles and it's not cold outside and just looking really angry. Sally Fields turns on the shower and gets in. Cut to Mac and Megan singing songs in the car, as you do, on a yeah. road trip. 99 bottles of beer yeah. on the wall. And then they finish that one, and all of a sudden, <laughs> Megan starts singing, um, Tough Titty said the kitty, but the milk's still good. Remember, I told you to remember that line. Yeah. And Mac's like, what's that? And she's like, I learned it from um, my friend on the playground. And he's like, what? She's like, my friend, the guy that, that mommy's always watching on the video. Oh, yeah, because we didn't mention, but she obsessively just watches that arrest video like in slow-mo in her house all the time and <laughs> yeah. stares at his face. And he's like, does your mom know? And she's like, yeah, she talked to him. And Matt literally is like, shit, slams on the brake, oh, yeah. pulls a U-turn and goes racing back for the house. Now we see Kiefer Sutherland walking down their block. A patrol car drives by and you're like, this guy – Okay. Um, shower's still going. Room's real steamy. You can like see her that she's in the shower. Yeah. And then you've got Kiefer Sutherland breaking into her house. Then you have Kiefer Sutherland creeping up the stairs, walking into the shower. He's like, I'm so excited to rape he's and like, kill I'm this person. He's like, I'm going to rape and kill this girl so hard. And he's like, gotcha, bitch. And like turns the or like rips the shower curtain and she open. home alones him and she home alones and you guys there's a towel hanging up in the shower she's yeah. not there he gets this like wide-eyed it's like the most dynamic change that we see in Kiefer Sutherland the entire film it's true. where all of a sudden he's like oh no like he looks afraid it's the first time we see him look anything other than like just an evil asshole yeah. he looks there's fear yeah. and he turns around and Sally Field is behind him with a gun pointed at him and she's like, you broke into – he's like, what are you going to do, shoot me? And she's like, you broke into my house. I have every right to shoot you at self-defense. And you're like, just shoot him. Why yeah, are you talking I to him? Know. Because I'm like, it's a and movie. He, his eyes widen a little bit more. His eyes widen. But then guess what? He lunges for her. The gun goes off in the air, flies out of her hand over the banister down to the first floor. And well, you're like, well, now she's really going to die, you yeah. stupid, stupid lady. Um, they tumble. They're fighting. But guess what? Remember who took self-defense? Sally Fields. Sally I mean, Fields. Karen. So she manages. Karen yeah, they land on like the second landing of the staircase and he's like really going at her, you know. Yeah. But she manages to like kick him in the nuts and like punch him enough that she slides on her back, but she's like gotten away from him. He's holding onto her legs and she gets free. She lands flat on her back at the bottom of the staircase. He stands up. He's looking at her. He's got like a bloody nose. He's like staring at her and he's talking shit. And then you kind of see her like look. And he's like, what are you going to do? And he's like, slowly 
coming towards her down the stairs and she Ugh. like reaches over and she pulls the gun up and then you see that fear flash in those eyes again. Mm-hmm. So two whole times we got a second note. <laughs> and then she pulls that trigger four times. Yeah. Boom, shoulder. Boom, stomach. Boom, chest. Yeah. Boom, chest. And then she's like about to pull it again and his dead body falls on top of her. That's right. I was like, oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then she has to like physically like him off of her. So then the cops are back and our favorite detective is there. And, um, you know, she's like going over what happened. He's looking around. He comes up to her and says, I know what you've done. I've been doing this a long time. And she stares him in the eyes and she goes, prove it. Yeah. And then another detective's like, so what do you think? He's like, well, forced entry of the back door, like clearly broke in with intent to do bodily harm. So it's a clear cut case of self-defense. So even though he's like, I know what you did. And she's like, you can't prove it. He's like, I know totally self-defense guys open and shut Mac then. And Megan pull up to another yeah. horrific crime scene in their home. Move this you guys. Kid, this poor move. little. I was <laughs> seriously. So I hope they I'm like, I think you can't live in that spot anymore. I think you have to leave. Yeah. So Mac comes running in, leaves the kid in the car. Cause these are great parents. Um, I know, and he's like, stay there. Don't come in. I mean, that is so like 80s, 90s parent. Where yeah. It's like, just stay in the car. I'll be right back. All what? these cops are here for no reason, honey. It's fine. Comes inside, sees them zipping up the dubster in like one of those, you know, body yeah, bags. Yeah. See Sally Field sitting on the couch. She like looks up at him. He looks at her. He looks outside. He looks at her. He knows you guys. Yeah. He 100% knows that she orchestrated a situation to kill Good him. Good for her. You know what? Good yeah. for her. And then he comes and he sits down on the couch and he takes her hand. And they hold hands and the credits roll. Yeah. And you guys, this movie is so problematic for so many reasons. One, because I think the question of vigilante justice is actually really interesting and something that is worth exploring. And this movie just throws all of that in the garbage. Yeah. Like they create a scenario that's like a one in a million scenario where one, there is no nuance for the bad guy. There is no doubt. Yeah. Like there isn't a shred of doubt. And then... She manages to, through breaking all kinds of laws and doing all kinds of crazy, insane shit that would have most likely gotten her killed with this dude, to create a scenario where what she did actually was self-defense. Like, even though she broke into his place to taunt him, he did break into her house. He did punch her, throw her down the stairs. Like, she didn't actually commit vigilante justice. She she killed him in self-defense. That's actually a really good point. And so they actually avoid... It wasn't vigilant. It Having was... to do or answer the yeah. question that they claimed to be posing the whole movie. And that's why I found the movie highly problematic because I, the whole thing is it's like, is it ever okay to take justice into your own hands? And in this case, my God, if there ever was a scenario where right. it's okay, it's this scenario and they still chicken out at the end and they make it in a real way yeah. self-defense. Even though she egged him on and set it up so that he would break in, yes. he still did and then physically punched her and did all this stuff to her and so that's why i was pissed yeah i I hear you on that i forgot well i also hadn't been like in-depthly like talking about and reading about and studying vigilantism when i saw this that's true when you're 14 you weren't i wasn't (laughs) Um, but you know the movie for like a weird 90s like the way the movie shot all of the clothes they went to some really like some places in la i was like that's the tar pits i've been there that's oh, right. my old hood where the bad guy lives. Yeah. That's where I used to live. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I can't say it was – it's not a fun one. No, it's definitely not when people like get the VHS and watch over and over You again. don't watch it again. No. I don't I don't think I've seen it. 
I might have seen it like one other time. Yeah. Probably because it was like on TV and yeah. nothing else was. And I was like, well, oh, I've seen this. I think she I do. I him. love the actors in it. And I think they, it's an incredible they did cast. a really good job, except for honestly, Keeper Sutherland. Oh, by the way, my sister told me I say honestly a lot, which I know I do. And I'm it's so okay, sorry. I say basically constantly. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> but honestly, Kiefer, we he's think you're great, great, but you're pretty one note. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's... And part of me feels like that's not 100% your fault <clears throat> because sure. like we saw the the script. We know what lines you got to say. It's true. It's I mean, true. they did not give you no, not a much. single moment to be anything other than the most awful human being to ever walk planet Earth. And, you know, he could have been directed that way as well. But did you know this is just I was doing research on him. He is actually Canadian. His Father Donald Sutherland is Canadian. He was actually born in London. I know. I didn't know that. I thought he was one of those old. I think I thought the Sutherlands were like the old Hollywood families. Right. But but they're Canadian. He's yeah. They were they moved to the States when he was like a couple years old. Oh, okay. I love Donald Sutherland. Did you finish The Undoing? Oh, my God. Do it. I almost just ruined everything. But Donald Sutherland is great in that. Yeah, it's the dad. Yeah, yeah, Nicole Kidman's dad. Yeah. But yeah, this was fun to do a movie. I know. You guys, so much fun. Thank you. I Especially hope- because it's, I feel like it's the first time in a long time, maybe the first time really ever when we haven't been talking about something fictional where you can be a little bit light about awful things. Right. Because no, it's for sure. fake. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, you can call him the doobster. Like, I would never call, like, Ted Bundy, like, the bunster, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. So it's and kind of fun to be like, this is not so deep because it's fake. And also, Avrin and I are obsessed with film. So yeah, we love to this watch This is movies. like a really fun uh, extra love of yeah. our lives. So I think, so. you know, every once in a while when we, you know, holiday season, when things are getting hectic, we need something a little yeah. a little lighter and easier, we'll just throw a movie soda in. Yeah. So I can think of, we already talked about two movies. Yeah. Hey, DM us if you think of any yeah, more. Yeah, if you have any good vigilante movies that you would love to hear us walk you through, even though you've, you're recommending it, so you've seen it. You but I'd recommend like to it, watch in, it. We can talk about it. Yeah, we'll great. talk all about it. Yeah. Please send those to us. That's right. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much. We will... Talk to you next week. That's right, we will. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.